Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So great to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And for those of you who frequently watch the program, you know I teach a lot about this prophetically charged, critical generation in which we live. And what we need now more than ever is deeper faith in our Savior, Messiah, Jesus. Why? Well, the Bible teaches that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For those who come to God must believe that He is, and He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Well, how do we get deeper faith? Well, one way the Bible teaches is that we listen to the Word of God, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And, and the Word of God, listening to the Word of God, studying the Word of God, has been so deprioritized in the hearts and minds of so many professing believers of Messiah Jesus. We don't want to do that. So we're going through the book of Philippians, which is a guide on how to be the Lord's faithful servant, even through these troubled times. So we're uh, looking at Philippians. We're going to begin in chapter three today. Paul the Apostle is writing from Roman incarceration. He's locked up for righteousness, for preaching the gospel, making disciples. Now we're going to pray, will you prepare your heart not only to hear the Word of God, but then to have the great intention to go and do what it says. Let's pray together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, our great God and Savior, Thank you for this opportunity to, to hear your word. Bless the viewers today that we would hear your word, that we would uh, then go out and do what your word says. We thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. And all who prayed in agreement said, Amen and Amen. So we're in Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation, for we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. You know, if I'm writing a letter to you and I repeat something over and over, you're reading the letter, you go, wow, he's trying to get this across to me. Listen to how many times Paul tells the believers in Philippi to rejoice. Philippians 1.18, What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preaching, and this 
I rejoice. Yes, and will rejoice, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Therefore, I sent him more eagerly that when you see him again, you may rejoice and I be, may be less sorrowful. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. I think what Paul is telling us, more importantly, what the Holy Spirit who inspired Paul to write these words is telling us, is to rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Why? There's safety in rejoicing. Why? Because the safest place to be is in the center of the will of God. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Folks, if a professing believer and even a very authentic believer in Messiah Jesus is not rejoicing. They're in big trouble. How will one overcome the difficulties associated with living in this world, especially in this generation, following Messiah Jesus, and, and, and the ongoing opposition that comes at us for the will of God in our lives? There's great trouble and demonic assignments that come against us to try to distract us from doing the will of God for our life. Listen, if a disciple of Messiah Jesus does not rejoice, they will be defeated spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. And, and, and here's what people will do who profess to follow Jesus, but then they refuse to rejoice in the Lord. As trouble comes, as ongoing difficulties that are unnecessary mount up, they tend to form a list to blame others. It's a blame game. They, they, they write a list of people who are the cause of the problems when truly it is they themselves. You see, it's a direct link to the will of God someone has chosen to embrace or to reject. Think back this week. Did you rejoice about being saved from the wrath of God, being saved from your sin, being saved from, from hell? Uh, are you rejoicing? Did you rejoice this week that you have a Father in heaven, a Savior who loves you, our Lord Jesus, the great Helper, the Holy Spirit within us, helping us to think, speak, and live rightly? Did you, did you rejoice in no longer my will, but thy will be done? Did you rejoice through trials and struggles? It's not that we're to ignore the great trouble and even tragedies that come into our lives at certain times and points during our journey. But what did James tell us? Count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, but let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect or mature, complete, lacking in nothing. 
Rejoice that you're a son or daughter of Abraham and you're a partner with Elohim. We've been called into the family business, the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. Every spiritual blessing is yours and mine if we're born again in Messiah Jesus. Did you rejoice in these things in the last seven days? Refusing to rejoice in the Lord is often caused by the self-life. I want to maintain my identity, my ways, not the Christ identity He has for us, not His ways. I have my expectations, my hopes, and my dreams, not Messiah's expectations for my life. And folks, unmet expectations are a great source of complaining and disappointment. And, and what is the opposite of rejoicing? Complaining. And we saw in our last teaching that complaining is even deadly. I'm disappointed by the way things are turning out. At this station, at this time, by this age of my life, I should be here or there or somewhere else. This is not fair. Do you really want what's fair? I don't want what's fair. Why? Well, Messiah Jesus, who never sinned, it wasn't fair for him to die on the cross for my sins. What was fair is for me to go to hell for my sins. I don't want what's fair. Do you want what's fair? The self-life expectations always result in bitter disappointment. And the Bible teaches that a root of bitterness will spring up and defile many. No, folks, rejoicing in the Lord is not only right because it acknowledges how good He has been to us and how, how thankful I am to be a child of the living God, but it's also a place of great protection for me, a refuge, if you will, in the storm of this generation. And folks, you think it's bad now. Uh, you know, well, you're a prophet of doom. No, I'm just warning because there's places of safety and refuge. It's not doomed for us to be protected by the Lord, to experience His love and mercy. No, it's going to get worse. And as it does, the Lord has provided for us refuge. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in your difficulties. Rejoice in the goodness of God for your life. Hallelujah. What will that do? It will help us watch, therefore, and be ready. We'll be back in just a minute. I'm so thankful for how the Lord is blessing our Watch Therefore television program and our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You see, the Watch Therefore message presents the urgency to the lost. Receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior now. It stirs the lukewarm out of lukewarmness and also helps make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus. 
with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and ministry partner John McTurnan and myself, who co-founded it, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. I've been ministering in 10 African countries for over 10 years in America and going into India. Oh, listen, there's so much that we're doing. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I'll share about with you in just a moment. For anyone who's watching that would like deeper faith, stronger faith, and authentic encounters and experiences with the Holy Spirit of the living God to help you abide in Messiah Jesus, know our Father in heaven in even deeper ways, we have something very special we're presenting. It's the Watch Therefore Israel tour in October and then early November. It's about a 10-day tour in 2019. It's going to be so special. What we're doing is putting information up on the screen now so you can find out more. Don't miss our Watch Therefore Israel tour. It is going to be so exciting, so amazing. You don't want to miss it. And it will help you watch Therefore and be ready. I am thankful that the Watch Therefore television program is expanding. And with that expansion also comes an expansion of airtime expenses and production costs. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise faithful partners from our viewing audience who want to come alongside with us and lay up their treasures in heaven. Now, first may I say, if you haven't received Jesus as your savior and Lord, please don't send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord even today and enjoy the program, be our guests. But for those who have been born again and want to lay up their treasures in heaven, we say, come on, let's bear fruit that will remain forever together which, with the Watch Therefore message. Now, for those of you who are already partnering, I wanna say a big thank you. I thank the Lord for you. We pray for you and trust that he's blessing you. Sign up for our monthly newsletters with the information that's there on the screen and we'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates so you can pray and help us in our work unless we really trust the words of our Messiah Jesus, it's almost impossible to imagine the kind of generation we live in. With the birth pangs, the fig tree putting forth leaves, and the days of Noah all taking place at the same time, like I said, it's just hard to imagine how difficult it's going to get in this generation. You may think, well, it's already difficult. Well, it's gonna get worse fast, but the same kind of grace that was available to Noah is available to us today. And what I do with my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is I teach on how you can be the faithful servant of Messiah Jesus and be very successful regarding eternal kingdom success in this generation. Many are gonna be caught off guard, but it doesn't have to be you. So for a donation of any amount, we'll send you our book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to help you watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to the program, Watch Therefore. We left off talking about a place of safety that Paul instructs us, inspired by the Holy Spirit, he says to rejoice in the Lord, that's safe for you. And the second place is to beware of dead and empty religion. Let's look again at Philippians chapter 3, beginning verse 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit, 
Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Listen, place all your hope in Messiah Yeshua, our great Lord Jesus, because he offers a hope that will not disappoint. Now, there's safety by being aware and, and, and cautioned by Satan's strategy of dead counterfeit religion. Uh, listen, folks, it's not just the Judaism that they're speaking of here, but all religions, including, and I know this is hard to hear, Christianity that is not empowered by the Holy Spirit, by the heart that is circumcised. What do I mean? Well, what they did was in, in, in Judaism, and to this day still do, is they embrace the sign of the covenant while rejecting the God of the covenant. Well, the sign of the covenant won't help you if you don't walk with the God of the covenant, right? And, and so today, even in Christianity, there's going through religious rituals. There's, uh, there's some who believe that because they've been baptized in water, they're saved. Really? No, you need a circumcised heart. It's not the circumcision of the flesh. It's a heart that is sensitive, that has been changed. I was this, and now I'm this. I, I love Jesus. My heart is sensitive to the things of God. I want to be pleasing to Him. I've been born again. I've been, been given a new heart. We're the true, true circumcision, not just a sign of the covenant, but a heart, a life that's been transformed by the crucified and resurrected savior jesus hallelujah philippians chapter 3 beginning verse 4 though i also might have confidence in the flesh if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh i more so circumcised the eighth day of the stock of israel of the tribe of benjamin a hebrew of the hebrews concerning the law a pharisee concerning zeal persecuting the church concerning the righteousness which is in the law blameless paul calls them dogs and evil workers those who would call uncircumcised Gentiles dogs. You see, there was two extremes operating in that day, and frankly, they're still with us. One was that of the antinomians. Antinomian refers, uh, refers to being against law or being lawless. And, and so they thought this way. Well, uh, because where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more, the more you sin, the more grace you get. So if it feels good, do it. Sin all you want because grace will cover all of that. No, that's not grace. That's not grace at all. You see, grace will meet you wherever you are in your sin, but grace will never leave you there. No, that's rebellion and, and unbelief and disobedience to God. Yeah, so no, true repentance and walking by the law of the Spirit, the law of the Spirit that teaches us to reject ungodliness and to embrace godliness. That's real grace. Well, the other extreme were the Judaizers, and they said this. They said, yes, you're saved by believing in Messiah Jesus. You're saved by grace, but the way you're kept, the way your, your faith is kept intact is by keeping the law of Moses. Well, no, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. It's Jesus plus nothing. It's simply your faith in Messiah Jesus and learning to walk with Him and abide in Him and obey Him by the person and power 
of the Holy Spirit who dwells within the true believer in Messiah Jesus. Excuse me a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all because of Jesus I'm alive. Amen. So he calls their imposition of circumcision on people who have believed in Messiah Jesus as mutilation. As mutilation. And Paul used to have all his confidence in Judaism, but now he's fully rejected it and he's embraced Messiah Jesus. And like I said, the Judaism of today, frankly, and I know this makes my Jewish friends who haven't yet believed in Messiah Jesus, it makes them upset, and I've challenged them with this. The Judaism of today is very Gentile and pagan. It trusts on our human works, the works of the flesh, where authentic biblical Judaism, ancient Judaism from the scriptures was uh, there had to be blood to atone for our souls. And, and the blood of bulls and goats cannot make us clean. They were a picture and a type of shadow of the new covenant blood of Messiah Yeshua who would save us from our sins, right? And, and so the modern day Judaism that rejects Messiah Jesus has to find a way to, if you will, build a stairway to heaven. There, there's not enough stairs you can make. <laughs> no, it's that he came down to us to forgive us and save us. Well, see, the world's religions are like that. That's why I say Judaism, Judaism of today is Gentile. That's what the world's religions are like. All of them are like that, except for the true faith that says, I can't be good enough to get to heaven. I need this Savior, Messiah Jesus. So if one could legitimately have confidence in the flesh, Paul, Paul says, that would be him. He would be able to do that. He was on the road to the Pharisees Hall of Fame. But look at what he says beginning in 3 verse 7. But what things were gained to me, these I've counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Paul gladly gave up all the things that were the center of his life. These things conflicted with his faith in Messiah Jesus. And he tossed them away. And he traded them in for what? The excellence of knowing Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, his and our Lord. He counted them as dung. The word rubbish there in English is kind of a cleaned up way of saying the actual Greek word written there, which is dung. That is what religion is. And that's the stench of it in the nostrils of Almighty Elohim, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Why? Why did Paul do that? That he would gain Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord, and be found in him. There's a term called being in Adam or in Christ. In Adam, the Bible says, all die. In Adam, there's sin and condemnation and the wrath of God and eternity separated from God in a place called hell in the lake of fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. But in Christ, when someone receives him as Lord, they get the righteousness of God. They're, they're removed from being in Adam in the heart, mind of God, 
placed in Messiah Jesus. They're in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul says, not having his own righteousness or self-righteousness found by trying to keep the laws of Moses, by trying to do the impossible because none of us can keep the laws of Moses. But instead, Paul embraces 2 Corinthians chapter 5, speaking of our Father who sent his only begotten Son to die for our sins. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And then as we continue through Philippians 3, we hear the heart of Paul crying out his greatest desire in Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Certainly, Paul embraces and looks for the power of the resurrected Savior, but also to suffer with him to be identified with his sufferings, the honor of being identified with the sufferings of Messiah. Now, is that a little foreign today in modern Christianity? Come on. It it, it cross-references perfectly with Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. Actually, from the Greek to the English, you lose a little something. It really is, I have been and I am being crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Remember this, folks. Without a crucifixion, there can be no resurrection. We have to die to ourselves, take up our cross, follow Messiah Jesus. And and the final reason Paul gives for the loss of all things is the high priority he places over things that conflict with his faith in Messiah Jesus. Why? He wants to know the Lord. He wants to know the Lord. He loves the Lord. He wants to walk with the Lord. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. The greatest commands. Will those things help you get through this generation? Uh, Yeah, they will. Yes, they will. If any will be my disciple, Messiah Jesus said, they will deny themselves take up their cross, and follow Jesus. Will you rejoice this coming week more than last? Will you put all of your confidence in Messiah Jesus? Will you hate dead religion as much as Paul did? Will you take inventory of anything else that you rely on other than Messiah Jesus or that conflicts with him? Will you embrace not only the power of his resurrection, but the fellowship of his sufferings. Will you be an authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus? Will you hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant? Maybe you haven't received Jesus as Lord. Right now you could. Oh, Jesus, Lord, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. Forgive me, save me, help me live a life that honors you and our Father in heaven. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, there's information we'll send to you. Just contact us using the information at the bottom of the screen. And remember to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V. F-O-R 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore.